What's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Rudley Podcast. I'm your host Max Rudley, and, and this is the the podcast where, where, where I talk all, all things pop culture and film, TV, and so much more. And in 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 this episode, we have like a ton to discuss that came out this weekend, and, and that's with like some wild MCU updates that's related to a Deadpool three and a Fantastic Four, and, and even that we're constantly getting updates about these MCU products, even though nothing is happening right now, obviously due to Hollywood strike. And, and even on top of that, we got a trailer for Aquaman 2 released this week as well, so I'm going to give you guys my, my thoughts and what we should know going into this film, besides for the fact for our expectations, and that this is the last film in the DCU before James Gunn's DCU as well, and how it's going to like reset everything, and even with the second Aquaman film, and so, so much more to discuss. And now, starting rather the the bad, we, we got we got a trailer for Aquaman and Lost Kingdom. This is the new Aquaman sequel that's coming out in, in December. And, and now, even uh, with this trailer and the marketing for Aquaman two, and uh, this movie is coming out in December. And uh, with this trailer that came out like a three months before, it make it seem I think with a uh, Warner Brothers is, is, is putting like a like a no effort into a more marketing campaign for for the first one maybe. Because if we look at the time period and and, and gap and even with with, with like so, so many superhero products that are out and with with so many people that are experiencing all that superhero fatigue, all that nonsense superhero products, especially from DC, especially with their flops from the 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 straight out including like the Flash, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, and, and, and even with a Blue Beetle as well, and, and now even with with Aquaman two that's coming out in the summer, giving that, that the holiday season treatment, and even the, with, with this trailer uh, that, that dropped, it looked uh, pretty good, and even with the test screenings, and even with test screenings, and uh, that was saying that people did not like it, even though with this film, that with the three rounds of reviews, but looking at the footage in the trailer right here, it doesn't look so bad, it, it looks actually pretty good, I like the uh, visuals, and it just looks really good, and I, I don't want, and people, and I don't understand why people are really hating on it so much. But even looking at, at this trailer here, it, it does look uh, re- re- really good. And, and even with this film, that as somehow getting hate by people, it, it's because like somehow like uh, they're not looking forward to it. But even uh, with, with this trailer, I, I found it to be a really, really good. And what we're about to get, get into uh, with, with the Aquaman too. And also remember with, with the first Aquaman, it made a billion dollars at the box office, and this is the, the sequel to their billion dollar hit. And it, it, even uh, with, with the marketing that's coming out for like uh, with, with, with like uh, three months before the, the release of, of the movie, and even based on this footage, it looks pretty good. And even with the trailer, as hot off with with the uh, becoming a father, and even after, and even becoming king of, of Atlantis, and even team up. With, with his brother Orm, or or, or his half brother, of, of course, and to, to go and, and, and to defeat Black Ma- Black Manta, who's going to be t- taking over Atlantis, and, and even that that with, with the Arthur and Orm, that they're going to be working together, so, so like a bro, 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 like a bromance or something like I die, but but even. With people that that are hating on with with, with the trailer and, and even that even though it showed a you know, half a second of uh, Amber Rose of Mira in this trailer, like, I'm pretty sure that they're 
keeping her out of the marking entirely, but I'm pretty sure that she still have a limited screen time in this film, because even with based on the footage of what we're about to see in the second film, it's obviously gonna focus on Arthur and Orm. But even with the thing that irks me is that even throughout the rest of the trailer, it's kind of like the same thing as we saw in the first one. But 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 even so, with the Black Manta who has returned, and and even with the Aquaman that now has to defeat him, we see the Seven Kingdoms and and so much more. And we even see the return of a Queen Atlanta played by Nicole Kidman in a Tanaha Huerta and even with Aquaman's father and even as so like with this trailer and for what we're about to get into like I feel like that this could be a pretty good movie it could reach its box office potential especially in the holiday season and even with the first Aquaman which I totally dug and I remember watching it in theaters for the first time like years ago and even that now with the sequel that's coming out in December and with the footage that looks really good especially with a Black Manta now who looks like it's gonna be the third Aquaman and destroying everything he loves dearly and even that we see it wasn't seen in the trailer with Aquaman that I seen like the lighthouse burned down and even if he's going after his family uh, for his baby or maybe or maybe after his parents as well like uh, they're like totally goners but it, it sounds like Aquaman is facing a, a, a real threat especially with Black Manta but even uh, with this film that I'd say that the last DCEU film before the whole reset and with that James Gunn's DCU that comes in with a Superman legacy and creature commandos and his whole uh, universe as well but even so I mean I think people are looking forward to this movie less because it's even with the superhero fatigue and you with DC and their track record and it's really been like off lately but even with the people that are looking for this, like I me, mean, they just want to have a good time in the movies, whether they like the, the movie, like the movie or not. But even so, I mean, I'm looking for this to see the movie by myself, but I'm not like uh, that excited, anyways. But this is the way we see until Aquaman and Lost Kingdom hits theaters this December. And next up, we we got some like, wild MCU updates to, to talk about, and, and that's with a Deadpool three and a Fantastic Four. And I was starting with Deadpool three. We we had a Sean Levy being interviewed by Deadline, and, and he said that these the, the things to say about Deadpool three. He said our movie is raw at, at a cautious and very much R-rated. We, we, we went straight lengths to not shoot it on sound stages with the digital environments. We wanted something that felt grounded and real. It's more of a descendant of Midnight Run and 40 Hours and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Now, even though with these words from the director alone, it makes me so excited, especially with the term, like, a, not shooting it on sound stages with a digital environment. It sounds to me like this is going to be a very awesome movie. This makes me look forward to the film even more because even when this film you know, started filming, even before all the strikes happened, and, and if even when this is going to be a big uh, multiversal film that's going to set up both the K-90 and Secret Wars, and uh, this is going to have a Deadpool and Wolverine and Timmy teaming up together to do a multiversal time jumping, and so, so much more, and there is going to be a lot of cameos that are going to make this for a crazy movie, especially involving Deadpool and Wolverine. 
and you now even with when all this come come from Sean Levy himself, I mean like we 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 see him like direct like uh, so many projects, especially involving uh, Ryan Reynolds, and that was with a free guy and the, the Adam project, and and even like that that is directing Deadpool three, and even that like, he he started uh, Stranger Things, and like makes me feel like so so excited because this is like like, like the uh, ground groundwork for the multiverse saga, and there's gonna be like a ton of cameras about it, and even with, with every single rumor and deep detail and plot leaks that we're experiencing with, with who is not, not, and who is who is not going to be showing up in the movie, it creates more speculation, and, and even when, so I think this is going to be a big movie now more than ever. And to add on top of that, we also have to talk about another rumor that has been circling around, and this is coming from Daniel RBK, but but with Daniel Radcliffe, Harry Potter himself has reportedly been cast in Deadpool 3 for a secret role, and now especially with the term secret role, and now this could mean that apparently with Daniel Radcliffe could be playing a variant of Wolverine in Deadpool 3, and now especially if we think back to last year, when everyone thought that Daniel Radcliffe was going to be playing the new Wolverine in the future of the MCU, and all I said was proving wrong Marvel, but even with, with, so I, I would love for Daniel Radcliffe to, to be, be playing a Wolverine variant in Deadpool 3. I thought he, he, he'd be perfect for it, and even that he does need to bulk up a little bit, and even a Wolverine in the comics who, who was short, and even um, not only a Wolverine of variants are going to be appearing, and that despite what with, with, uh, Tyrone Edgerton, who, who is, I, I think he's rumored, I think, but but even with, with a possible of variants of, of Deadpool, and, and even with those sorts of rumors that even with the variants of Deadpool that could could be showing up, and plus we you have like a ton of rumors that are that that are circling around with every single character or every single cameo, but besides with a Taylor Swift, the chaining Tatum's Gambit, and so much more. And also, uh, the, the last update that, that we have to talk about is obviously the Fantastic Four announcement. So, so far, all that we've heard is no casting announcement, just uh, rumors and speculation of who's going to be Marvel's first family. And now, uh, apparently, the, the, this is coming from my, my time to shine hello, so take, take this with a hefty grain of salt. But apparently, with Jacob Jonah Hall, who, who we saw in the, in the MCU, who played a, a Mysterio in Spider-Man Far From Home, has apparently been offered the role as Reed Richards in Fantastic Four. And now, I proved to be a not to be true. Because he with Jacob John Hall, who's already been in the MCU as a villain, and now he, he wants to be a superhero in the, the MCU and a Fantastic Four as Marvel's first family. And I proved it's not to be true. And, and now, even with some other applied details that have been sort of been revealed and rumored by multiple and numerous sources, is that even with the Fantastic Four and where they are coming from, especially in this reboot, is that is not just the 1960s, but a different part of the universe than the main MCU, and now especially with, with the term I mean that maybe they could be on the other side of the multiverse, and even with this, and this could be due to an incursion, as it was explained by John Krasinski's Reed Richards in Multiverse of Madness, when a two universes collided, destroying one or both entirely, and even as we're going to learn in Doctor Strange 3, as incursions, and how they are, and even with the third Doctor Strange film, that's could be centered on all that with a Doctor Strange and Clea, and even with a Fantastic Four that's going to be on the other side of the multiverse. It's going to be a pretty interesting to see, even for where the these people, especially where they are coming from. 
and, and even all that they, they shared that, that we have gotten like uh, all these updates uh, rumors and speculation about uh, Fantastic Four and, and I'm pretty sure everyone should just uh, over the uh, rumor mill by now uh, of who is gonna be who and even with, with, with like uh, of who is best pick but I, I would just really like this like casting and that's meant to be over with uh, by now but even with the Hollywood strike that's, that's currently happening right now and once a fair deal is resolved that everyone can get back to work but even when the strikes are over there'll probably be an announcement about like half of the cast but even with all these events that Marvel skipped out on and that's with San Diego Comic Con and it and the station D23 but even with that it's really a small event but even with it so I think we, we, we can definitely expect that next year for that official casting announcement to be officially announced and even that even when and that it comes to pressure that the, the fan re re reactions and the Marvel fandom will, will be screaming with joy. And so, in conclusion, I'm, I'm looking forward to Aquaman 2. The uh, trailers look good, but, but, but even with its box office performance, especially during the holiday season, and I don't think it could beat the box office potential as the first Aquaman did, but I, I think that this could have potential. I guess we'll just ask the way we see what the vendors away in store between Arthur and, and Orm, and even with all these wild updates, besides with Deadpool and 50 as a 4, and we're just got the way. We see, but these are all just rumors and speculation for for, for now. But I, I'm very, very excited, especially with these words that are coming from Sean Levy. It's, it's, it's going to be an awesome multiversal film, and and just so, so so much more to be looking forward to with, with these upcoming MCU projects. And so that is going to be it for this episode. And tune in next time for more stuff like this. And with that, I'll see y'all on the next one. Peace.